Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the King of the Hill podcast. I am Mike. And I'm Rusty. Hey, here we are. Look yep, at us. Uh, this is us. We're on camera, Mike. Yeah. That's <laughs> wow. a, what a disappointment, I'm yeah, sure. It's, it, yeah. It, it only gets weirder from here, guys. <laughs> if there's anything you want to us on this desk, send it to us. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. We would love Products, to have stuff whatever. in front of us. Yeah. Actually, we probably should have got Jordan's uh, thing. Yeah, we yeah. probably should have had our blend jets out. That's uh, true. Yeah, well... Growing pains, you know, season four, episode one. So we got plenty of time to figure all this out. So the idea here was um, that we do the the whole set the first time, you know, but life and rain and yeah, rain settings like and stuff like that. To be Texas, we've had so much rain this we really last have, like yeah. six months. It's unbelievable. It's been a lot of rain, which uh, is a good thing. But we're working towards it. Uh, like you say, this is a work in progress. All of it is. And uh, we're working towards getting some really cool set pieces and some yeah. different things going on. We get a lot going. For um, yeah, there's a there's a possibility of of some other things happening that you don't know about yet. And so oh, okay, well, there's things so, I don't know yet happening. Yeah. That's even, hey, you're gonna be, I'm surprised. Going to be all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. got our we got our Alamo beers in front of us. We got some Alamos. Cheers yeah. to our cheers uh, to the Alamo to the. Uh, I guess the next stage of Bois. It is the next welcome. stage. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> um, so this is, first and foremost, I want to address the Hulu issue. Um, okay. we, have a, we have a Hulu problem here. <laughs> well, when I went and, and uh, got this show, uh, when I get the transcript, it said season four, episode one, Old as the Hills, part two. Oh. Right? Yeah. On Hulu, it says Peggy Hill, the decline and fall. It does. So, You're very whole right. different, yeah, You're very whole right. different I title. That, I didn't get that noted, but uh, I knew you would. So, yeah, yeah, it uh, confused me a little bit, but I do me like too, the fact yeah. that it's not part one and part two. I kind of like, like, like that too. I kind of like that. Yeah, I like yeah. the uh, part one and part two. Just seems lazy. I don't feel like the writers. It's definitely a decline and fall too. 
Definitely a decline and fall. Yeah, <laughs> it's, she does, uh, it's a fall and decline, yeah, I believe, a, is the way Yeah, there's, there's a lot of emotions in this episode, for sure. A lot, yeah, a lot from emotions. everybody. A range. Yeah. I just, <laughs> Even just, from cotton, which is, which yeah. is really odd. Okay, so we start off this episode, season four, episode one, episode one. Peggy Hill, the decline and fall. We get a uh, something that I don't think we've ever gotten on King of the Hill before, which is a previously on King of the Hill. No, that might be the first one. So it's Bobby's voice. And then we see um, the the up in the airplane. We see Peggy and all them, and they're going through their jumping motions that uh, we were talking about last episode. Um, the guy asks Peggy if she's going to jump. She goes, you got my check. What do you care? Uh, then uh, we see Bobby driving Dee Dee to the hospital again, you know, and oh, he's like, I know where the – car. Yeah, yeah. He, knows, he knows where the Arlen Hospital is. Can you hold it? Uh, then we hear Hank – Telling Peggy, you know, you've got to do it. It's amazing. Um, and then we see Luann run up, and she's Uncle Hank. Didi's having the baby right now. And so we get all of that. Then Very we get intense. Peggy yeah. jumping, and the guy telling her to pull her cord, her emergency cord, all the cords, and then she falls. Yeah. So now we're all caught up from season three, That's episode it. 25, 25, right? We were, hey, 25 weeks. That's that, right. That was the 25th <laughs> week was last week, Well, the week before and, last. And the fact that we do two a week. Yeah. So 50. So 50. 50 in that 50 season, at least. In yeah. That season, yeah. Uh, so. Wow. We get our opening credits. Uh, no bell, no yell, uh, because this is not a no bell, no um, yeah. It's not a season finale which or anything like that. Which we've discovered that most of the bells and yells are at the season finale. Season finales, special shows, special things like that. Yeah, okay. very special episode of King of the Hill. Uh, so we get Peggy falling, and uh, this is literally the next second from where uh, episode twenty-five stopped. So Hank is just watching in amazement as Peggy falls to the earth and sinks into the mud in the middle of this field. Yeah, which face is, first into the mud. It's really, which uh, is fantastic. It's really a funny, funk. Funny I mean, she just yeah. swalk right into the mud. Uh, Peggy, Peggy, uh, I think my wife. I think she might be dead. He says to all the people that are standing <laughs> yeah. around. He goes, "I think she might be dead. I'll be right back." And then he runs into the field. He runs right in the field. Yeah. He, uh, he, he's in the field with the other jumpers and Luann and all that. And then, uh, 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 Luann can't hold it together. She's shrieking. Uh, Hank finally finds, uh, Peggy. Uh, Luann thinks that, uh, this, um, uh, cattle skull that she's wandered across in the field might be Peggy. <laughs> and so she thinks she picks it up. Luann, yeah. She Poor picks Luann. it up and takes it with her. Uh, but you see, you see Hank run out there after he tells people he'll be right back and he, he starts bogging down in the mud. So we get an idea of how muddy and gross it is out there and why Peggy could fall from an airplane and still and live. still live. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, all the topsoil is just super, super mush. Well, and the, in the doctor says later, you know, had she done this, had she done this or whatever, she'd probably be dead and, yeah. and we'll get to that. But next we go to uh, the hospital. Dee Dee is in the uh, process of giving birth to GH, which we don't know it's GH yet, but, uh, and Bobby's saying, dang it, Dee Dee, push. And then the doctor, oh, it's okay, son, the baby's here. So the baby comes out and uh, Bobby thinks it's beautiful. Um, Dee Dee asks, what's his name? Which is an odd thing for a mother that to ask about her baby. That's her uh, baby, yeah. And the doctors, and the doctor says, yeah. here, you go cut the umbilical cord and hands it to Bobby, uh, gives him the little scissors, and Bobby gets to cut Bobby the umbilical cord. cut the umbilical cord. He goes, oh, my uncle. 
Oh, my uncle, yeah. We're back in the field with Hank and Peggy. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. We're back in the field with Hank uh, and Peggy, and uh, he's like, Peggy, Peggy. And then here comes uh, uh, Luann running up with the cow skull. Uh, Hank has uh, sees Peggy sunk into the ground there, and he's like, okay, uh, think one piece, one piece, one piece. As he's running over to her, <laughs> he just wants her to be in one piece. Uh, and you hear, that I, I think the best line of this entire show is Peggy in the mud uh, being discovered as to whether she's alive or dead, going, hey, 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 doing her fat hour yeah. call. That's <laughs> just the best. Uh, uh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Hank says, uh, oh, God, you're all smashed up. She goes, I'm alive, just barely. And then, of course. That's funny, her optimism, though. Oh, and, yeah, and, and no kidding, right? Just, it just shows uh, a little bit of Peggy's arrogance. Even even though she's it's sitting true. there broken, it's true. she uh, she can't show weakness at all, Peggy. So Luann comes running up. She's holding the cow skull, telling the Hank that, that they're too late. Yeah, we're too <laughs> Which late. Which is fantastic. We're too late, Uncle Hank. We're, we're back at the hospital with the baby uh the nurse asked bobby would you like to hold your baby now and bobby's like oh no i'm not, not the, fu- the fu- oh yes. yes i do yeah yes, yes, and it, so bobby honestly he's a good kid and he's got a great he heart just went through like probably one of those right? traumatic experiences yeah. that somebody his age can go through <laughs> he's 12 years old he and you're in there cutting the umbilical cord grandmother's that's right. child <laughs> that's right. And drive the car. I mean, that's 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 Texas. That gets that's as Texas as his kids. Mm-hmm. Your mm-hmm. your step grandmother, who is the same age as your father, it's pretty damn uh, close. You have yeah, to drive the seventies Cadillac car. Well, the thing or the that 80s the thing Cadillac that car. that blows my mind is how Hank compares Dee Dee and Peggy here in a little bit. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, it's she's it's, three years older than that's you. what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, who knew that? Yeah, who knew that? Uh, and so uh, the uh, the ambulance driver. Uh, which what are they called? An ambulance driver. What are they called? Paramedics. Paramedic. God, I went through this whole damn thing, and I just kept writing down ambulance driver, ambulance driver, because I couldn't think of the word paramedic. Because uh, I have an uncle in England that's that was a paramedic. Yeah. But it, uh, I, uh, anytime you ask him what he does, mm-hmm. oh, I'm, an, I'm, I'm an ambulance driver. An ambulance driver. I'm an ambulance driver. Yeah. <laughs> so he says uh, they're they're getting getting Peggy out uh, of the ambulance, and they're like, okay, move it, move it. Uh, Hank and Peggy come out of the ambulance, and they're she's she's strapped down to a gurney. It's like you see those players that get hurt real bad on the NFL field or something. You know yeah. how they strap them down in they like three them. different places, right? So they yeah. can't move at all. And they're moving her in and they're saying, keep her straight, keep her straight. And then as they're wheeling her in, her little parachute goes poof. <laughs> it goes yeah. off, which is a great joke. Almost like two hours too late. That's right. Yeah, yeah at tra- least. They've already transported her to the hospital. Yeah. They're in the like yeah. waiting to operate on her. Is, poof. <laughs> so, uh, oh, and you know what? You know what I didn't reference? What did you not these reference? are my notes. Oh, yeah, these folks. are Mike's notes. These are, these are the notes that we go through every week. And I know that you people listening on audio can't, can't see these, but. Um, this is either watching on it's, YouTube. It's, at a, it's, a, yeah. it's a huge note system that we huge have here, system. but we're going to do something special with these notes. We haven't quite decided what we want to do with them, but yeah, we thought about potentially, I think uh, we'll probably make them available to everybody, make them available to everybody. Yeah. If you want to buy them or whatever, yeah. you could buy them from some I, exclusive. Yeah. Store I merch. think, I think probably what's going to end up happening is, is we're going to start a Patreon or something like that. Yeah. Make sure the notes are available. Make sure that we've got extra videos for you guys, some extra content, merch. Merchandise, sure, yeah, 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 live shows, that's things what, like that. That's what I want to make sure we get them. Get them some some merchandise. Good. I personally them. would like to take calls from listeners. I would like to take calls. From I would listeners love too. that. Like, uh, 
like an advice type thing. Yeah. Like advice from the fence line. I don't like want to be. I don't want to be responsible for any advice given. I do though. But but, um, but like the gecko, like the gecko thing. Have you seen that? The advice gecko. Yeah, that yeah, guy yeah. Who just dresses up in green. I'm, call. I want to do something like that. I'm but happy to at the fit. We'll give him Texans advice from Texans. Or something. I'm happy to give advice, <laughs> but I just don't want to be responsible for Disc- it. We'll, we'll, we'll have saying. a disclaimer. Yeah, yeah, yeah there we'll should be a disclaimer. Yeah. yeah, we by no means are licensed therapists. Yeah, we're not responsible for any damages caused <laughs> by our piss poor advice. So, <laughs> so now we're back in the waiting room at the hospital uh hank is just pacing back and forth there is football on the tv on that old ass tv up on the up on the wall there yeah, yeah, like yeah. you like you remember from every hospital tv's always too small always too small and there's always something playing on it uh this time it just happens to be football so we know it's a either a monday or a sunday here monday or a right? sunday evening uh luann is curled up on the couch and uh hank's got the football on I don't think Hank is really paying super close attention to the football. No. Because he's just pacing back and forth. Uh, but he does notice it a couple of times as well, he's he going back and forth. he seem like a guy to me that just watches football for the sake of football. If the Cowboys aren't on the TV, he's not watching it. Yeah, I sure. Don't think, I don't think he's watching, you know, a 49ers-Baltimore game. You we, know just, we just know like we know that this is the Cowboys because you hear the announcer say, Aikman takes a snap uh, over the middle quick to Smith. There's Emmett Smith. He scores. And Hank's like, yes. And then he catches himself. He yeah. realizes, oh, shit, yeah, I'm in the hospital. He's in the hospital. Yeah. And the doctor comes in and goes, Hank Hill? He goes, oh, I, I wasn't watching uh, just for a second. Uh, I have no idea what the score is. Uh, I couldn't even tell you. And so he turns it off. Uh, and so you know things have gotten serious if he turns off a Cowboys game. Yeah, absolutely. It's got to be really serious. Things have gotten that, super yeah. serious. So the doctor starts talking to him, uh, and he goes, uh, your wife is going to be just fine. He goes, oh, yes. Uh, and by the way, this doctor has to be Diedrich Bader. It is Diedrich Bader. Okay. No, that's right. what I was going to say. That's uh, what I wrote down. I just yeah, wrote yeah, no, that is D. Bader here. This is Diedrich Bader. Yeah, uh, yeah. And if, if you're not watching this, Diedrich Bader, uh, please, please let me Hey, Diedrich Bader, please be on our show. Yeah, I've um, tried to interview him. You know, I was watching, uh, the reason his voice is in my head so much is I've been watching that Lucky Hank um, yeah, he's in that. with is Bob he like, Odenkirk. Is he like a, 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 he's his best friend. So. Oh, so he's a cast member. He's in probably much. half of the episodes. Of yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so he tells him it's going to be okay. He goes, oh, thank you. And the doctor says, Peggy has a compression fracture of the bones in her back. Thank goodness for the mud. She wouldn't have survived had she fallen on concrete, Mr. Hill. Or a fence. Well, yeah, no shit. <laughs> he goes, but she's okay. He says, yes, they're putting her into a body cast right now to immobilize her while she heals. Uh, he goes, well, uh, what color is the cast? He goes, what does that matter? Yeah, he, what goes, does he, he goes, I don't know. I've never been through this before. I'm just trying to ask the right, right questions. questions. He goes, well, it's white. Uh, sponge bath, bedpan, all that. Goes, oh, thank you. So, Hank. He has no idea how to react to any no, of this. He doesn't. This you know? is a unique situation. Well, I mean, think Hank. about it. He's not had a parent die. He's not had no, he's anything not, happen he's necessarily. He's not really gone through anything. This yeah. kind of, this kind just of the birth of Bobby. That's about That's it, about I guess, it, right? Yeah. yeah. For the most part. Well, he's, he's taking care of Luann, but I don't think in the same. The yeah, same not quite the same, though. No, and then I guess they were in there for the explosion and stuff, but that was more like make sure they're okay kind yeah, of thing, yeah, and then yeah, they get yeah, to go yeah. you know, Check an hour lungs, later. Make or sure whatever. there's no smoke on their yeah. lungs, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now we see uh, we're now in Peggy's uh, hospital room. We see Peggy in a body cast. She's in the hospital bed, and she's just humming. 
I mean, she's happy as, as she can away. be. And I'm assuming that has something to do with painkillers. Yeah, I was fixing to say uh, that's yeah. one of the that's a key indicator of a, uh, an opiate addict <laughs> is somebody humming. Actually, so, it was uh, there was a certain there was a, a friend of mine's dad who had a uh, he had hurt his back at work. Yeah, and uh, he was laid off, of course, because it was a bad injury. He had to have multiple. He had to have sure. like four or five back surgeries. Sure. Well, it was during the opiate epidemic when you could just get opiates like willy nilly, and they had prescribed oh, him like man. four four or five different kinds of opiates. He was yeah. on like multiple different yeah. ones, yeah. and uh, he would hum all like you watching TV, working outside. He just hummed all day long. Oh, I don't doubt it. Um, you know, before I had my back surgery like twenty years ago, um, they used to give me hydrocodone and something called Soma, which is a oh, uh, muscle relaxer. Oh wow! And so I would take both of those multiple times a day and still go about my day. Yeah. Um, it was not easy. That is not an easy life. No, that sounds um, tough. Man. Pain's tough, too. But, well, pain yeah. is tough, but being medicated all the time is almost worse. It's, it's tough. Yeah, it's yeah, almost worse. It's tough. Okay, so um, he comes in, or she's humming. Uh, Hank comes to the door of her hospital room, and she goes, Peggy? Uh, and she goes, Hank, come on in. Look at me. I'm in an ensemble. My top cast and my bottom <laughs> cast match. She's just so happy about it. Yeah, she is, yeah, they both right. kind of laugh, and, and Hank knocks on it. Yeah, he quality goes, oh, plaster. quality plaster. Yeah. yeah. Quality plaster. Uh, of course, that's the first thing he would look at. <laughs> that's true, oh, right? That plaster work. Well, and you know, it's kind of like any Texas dad or or guy of a certain age in Texas. I mean, they're going to find either the weather to talk about, or a car, or something. something the quality yeah. of something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look at the masonry on that. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, look, yeah. At that, look at that driveway. That driveway is just <laughs> impeccable. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we see Luann go past the uh, the door of the hospital room, and she's just bawling. She's just frantic sobbing. Uh, And Peggy says, well, I'm guessing that was Luann. Oh, I wish she wouldn't feel sorry for me when I feel so terrific for me. I've had a near-death experience. Most people never get that except when it's right next to their death experience and then they can't appreciate it. That's like, okay, so. (laughs) perfect, Peggy. I I don't want to like. Good job. Beat up on Peggy too much because she's laying in the hospital bed. Well, right she is now. highly medicated but too. Look at look how narcissistic she is. Even in a it's hospital true. room, it's true. Even in a hospital bed in a cast, she's still so narcissistic <laughs> that she would even say, "I, I can't believe she said that." Yeah. yeah that's, oh yeah, I had a near death experience. That's great. This is awesome. <laughs> now I got something to talk about. Now, now I can she brag goes, that I had a near death experience. She goes, you know, what's the odds? The last thing I remember was deciding not to jump. Uh, Hank, uh, what would have made me change my mind? Of course, Hank knows, and he feels super friggin' guilty about what he told her, yeah. you know, about how it's the best thing ever, you got to do it. He goes, uh, oh, I'm not sure. I don't know. I, I wasn't in the plane. I was on the ground. Remember, I'm the one who found you. <laughs> she goes, hmm, I fell 8,000 feet and survived. Woohoo! I mean, she's <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> Hell yeah! She's nuts. Yeah, she's nuts. Uh, now, we're uh, into the hospital room uh, comes Bobby. Uh, or no, I'm sorry. We we now see both Hank and Bobby out in the hospital, um, uh, kind of like the where the vending machines are. Like you know, in the hall, the voy- voyeur. Yeah. Uh, full voyeur. The voyeur. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, what are you doing before the before start recording, Mike? <laughs> Hank is, uh, I was just watching. Uh, Hank is getting some coffee out of one of those damn machines. Those those machines make the worst coffee Oh, ever. you're talking about the big machines that you the put coffee the machine, cup and you yeah. Push the button and it, well, yeah. yeah, or it drops the cup down, you know, and then, and then fills it. The cup, yeah, those are disgusting. The only thing I would ever get out of those, you know, why they're disgusting though, right? Well, they're never properly cleaned. Oh, sure. So you're drinking like oh eight years of coffee filth. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I wouldn't doubt that whatsoever. I I also 
doubt that the coffee that they worry about it becoming stale. Um, <laughs> that were... shit's just open inside the machine and yeah. things. It All just tastes awful. Yeah. So the only thing I would ever get it, my grandmother worked in the hospital, and so I was there a lot. Uh, she was, like, in records or whatever. And um, uh, I would get stuff out of the machines all the time because, you know, you're a kid. You think it's fun to go to all the vending machines and get, yeah, yeah, you know. Absolutely. When they started putting apples in vending machines, I was out. Ooh. But um, or, or, or bologna sandwiches. <laughs> bologna sandwiches. The mento spray. The only thing I would ever get out of the coffee machine was, was hot chocolate. And it's because yeah. the hot chocolate, it's it's the packaged stuff anyway. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. who cares? You, you know, as long as you got hot water and yeah. some of that mix, you're you're in good, good shape. So Bobby uh, uh, <laughs> Hank sees him over there kicking on one of the vending machines, trying to get something out because Bobby is at his wit's end here. He goes, Bobby. He goes, Oh, Dad, thank God, I need a dollar bad. <laughs> like that's the only thing he's worried about. He needs yeah. a dollar for that damn vending machine. Uh, and so then, uh, he walks Bobby into the hospital room with his mom. Uh, and she goes, Bobby, he goes, Oh, you really fell out of a plane. Yes, sir. I did. She's so proud of it. <laughs> yeah, like the is. fact that she fell out I of a actually, damn plane. Uh, Artie actually gave us a couple of statistics here. I'll run through them just real fast. Yeah, please. Uh, thanks Artie. So, thanks Artie. Appreciate it. Thanks, so, Artie. Uh, yeah, we can see you now, but appreciate it. Well, so, uh, fatalities occur at roughly one in every 500,000 in tandem jumps. 500. One thousand one in every five hundred thousand wow. and then one in every two hundred and twenty thousand with just solo jumps huh. uh, a rate of zero point zero zero six skydives per one thousand or one fatality every hundred and sixty seven thousand jumps which is less than dying from lightning strikes dog bites wasp stings bike accidents choking or motor vehicle wasp accidents. stings so yeah hmm. so those are wasp stings are more dangerous than falling out of planes wow. uh, another I, one here I still have never uh Fallen a building's length when getting stung by a wasp. Yeah, though. I haven't either. Like, how they stung? That, that's pretty scary. And then it says here, at least 157 recorded incidents where people fell out of an aircraft that a parachute and survived. So there's oh over my God. 157. Then it says... Uh, so they just fell out? They didn't. They weren't planning on it? Yeah, no, they just weren't fell out of a plane. fell out of a plane. And wow. then uh, one in every 1,000 parachutes don't operate with 100% efficiency. So... One in 100,000? Yeah, one in, one in 1,000. Oh, one in 1,000. Yeah, one oh in every 1,000. That's wow. crazy. And then it says the all-time record for surviving the highest fall without a parachute belongs to a Yugoslavian flight attendant. Mm. Her name was Vesna Volovic. She was the sole survivor of a bomb placed on board a JAT flight oh 367 God. in 1972. She fell 33,330 feet. Experts believe she survived because she was trapped in a food cart inside a section of the oh. aircraft's fuselage, oh which gosh. then landed at an angle on a heavily wooded and snowy mountainside in Czechoslovakia. Wow. So what she was in with just like the perfect mathematical trajectory is what saved 30, her. 33,000 feet. Just imagine the math that it took for her to survive. Somebody's up there like the Pythagorean theorem working hard to, for the angles. Well, you got to wonder how many people died that day because she survived. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, well, the whole who took her Place. And she lived. Yeah, so that's what one I'm saying. out of a thousand, wow. one out of a hundred people on that plane. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. So she says, "Yes, sir, I did." She's very proud of it. She goes, "Your mom is one of only sixteen people who have survived parachutes not opening." Now, 16 is my estimate. Uh, okay, Peggy, check it. Uh, she goes, I'll double-check my numbers later. She's just full of shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's all it shit. is. Yeah. Luann comes in finally. She's she's finally done crying. She goes, uh, I'm sorry about before. I don't know what came over me. Ah! And then she starts crying again. Yeah. She just freaks out and runs out again. 
Uh, Peggy says, uh, or, or Bobby asks his mother, what would make you jump out of a plane? Which has always been my question. Uh, Peggy says, well, that's exactly what I can't figure out. And, of course, Hank, trying to get in front of this thing, not wanting to be the cause of it, says, well, don't try too hard because the doctor says it uh, could hurt your bones somehow. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Hank. Uh, he goes, oh, so, uh, Bobby, how was your day? He goes, my day? Uh, don't even get me started. My day was incredible. I was Dee Dee's birthing partner. I cut the umbilical cord. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, uh, great. Cotton comes to the door. Dee Dee, where's Dee Dee? Hank, what'd you do to your wife? I didn't teach you that. Looking at, at Peggy in the body yeah. cast. He immediately thinks that Hank did it. Uh, now we're over at Dee Dee's room. They've all gone over to Dee Dee's room with the exception of Peggy. Uh, and uh, Dee Dee is curled up in a ball facing the other way. The yeah. room is dark. Uh, she does not look great. No, nah, she's in the middle she's of in uh, rough postpartum, shape. I believe yeah, they call it, postpartum yeah, she's depression. in postpartum depression, and they they actually do mention that here in a minute. And that is no laughing matter, by the way. No, that's real deal stuff. Yeah, yeah, that that's real real stuff, and it's not great. Um, uh, Cotton says, "Where's my dependent? I'm supposed to look at it." Where's my new dependent? <laughs> yeah. And Dee Dee hears him and kind of turns over and she goes, oh, where, where did I put it? Uh, oh, there it is. And she just points over to the baby in a carrier over in the corner. Yeah. Like it's in that plexiglass thing that they push around with all the new yeah, babies, you know? Yeah, by itself. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, the, the, I mean, the baby wasn't crying. I wouldn't so cry. I guess it was okay. Uh, and then uh, Bobby comes over and grabs the baby, presents it to Cotton. And says, Uncle, I present you to your father. <laughs> like it's, like it's <laughs> yeah. part of Lion King or something. Uh, and um, uh, Cotton immediately takes to this baby. Looks right at his Immediately. Shins. He goes, look at him. His shins are perfect. Ooh, look at you there, handsome little soldier. You want to kill a Nazi? A Nazi, Nazi, Squazzy? A Nazi, Squazzy? Dee Dee, did you name this baby yet? She goes, what's the use? What's the use? We'll see well, number one, she asked if somebody else named it when yeah. it came out, and she's now she's like, eh, right who now. cares? Yeah. Uh, Cotton says, I'm calling him Hank. I always wanted a boy named Hank. Uh, With Dad, Hank standing yeah, there. My name's Hank's Hank. literally yeah. standing there, and he goes, uh, Dad, my, my Hank is my name. He goes, not anymore. I'm taking Take it back. back. He's Hank. He goes, you can't take away a grown man's name. He goes, all right, I'll call oh, him G-H. G-H. Good Hank. That is probably... Um, I would say that that is the lowest blow I think that Cotton ever makes to Hank. D-Lose. You know, there's there's one where he finds out he's got another brother and he's got you know all this other stuff about about Cotton. That's pretty bad. Though. But to name your baby Good Hank in front of your son Hank is pretty bad. That's rough. That's, yeah, that's tough. I feel really bad for Hank. Uh, we're at the Hill House now. We're in the backyard. Uh, Bobby and Cotton are sitting out on the patio furniture there in the backyard. You see Hank over at the grill, of course, because that's where he feels comfortable. Uh, and uh, Cotton and Bobby both have big hamburgers in their in their hands, right? Looks like they've taken a couple of bites. So you can only assume that Hank cooked these hamburgers for them. Again, I think this is what Hank feels comfortable doing right he just yeah. he feels like himself and he doesn't have to really think about what's going on uh cotton says did you see the way that my boy looked at that nurse practically slapped her rump and then uh, right then and there bobby goes oh yeah uncle good hank really is something special this is all in front of hank all in front of hank i mean uncle even his, good hank well <laughs> even his son yeah. yeah uh hank comes over and goes dad this isn't right you call him good hank it's gonna make it sound like i'm bad hank well, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that is what it sounds like. Didn't you B H? Well, you burnt my burger, didn't you B H? B H. Wow, B-H. Cotton is such a dick. Yeah, he's a dick. 
Um, okay, so now uh, it's nighttime. Uh, Hank is in bed, but he is tossing and turning. He is not getting good sleep. No, no, no. Um, in his head, he sees uh, this. It, it's it's dark and stormy, and there's a ton of lightning and stuff. And Hank's uh, parachuting down, and uh, you can hear him saying, "Peggy, you got to do it. It's amazing. It's the best dang feeling in the world." Uh, and then it cuts back to Hank kind of flopping and tossing in the bed, and he goes, "Oh no, don't tell her that." You know, kind of as he's sleeping, he goes, "Why'd you tell her that?" And then now you're back in the dream. You get all that dramatic lightning and stuff going on. And Hank's going, oh, no, of course it's safe. It's fail safe. I guarantee you'll love it. I command you to jump. Yeah, if you love me, you'll up. jump. Yeah. And then he turns. It, you see Peggy, and he turns into the Grim Reaper, which is, is a little unsettling. And then he's just like, jump, 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 jump. And then you see this this airplane flying around his head in the dream and, and things like that. And so he's not having a good time of it. We're now at the hospital, and the uh, nurse is trying to show Cotton how to diaper a baby. Yeah, you, he has no clue at his age. How well, to that's what I'm saying. Like, crazy. you would have thought that maybe he figured it out with Hank. Whether he figured out Bad Hank. Hank or not, yeah. like, he's he's an old man. Like you should be able to, have to change a diaper by his age. So the nurse says, "Okay, now you try." He goes, "Ah, we'll see about this." Okay, put this over there. Good. Tuck this a little nibble in there. Uh, close up shop. There, ready for soiling. What the? The kid is <laughs> leaking out of his chest. That's from his nipples. The nurse says, "It's a form of lactation." Dang it! You said he was a boy. Yeah. She it's, goes. Uh, uh, Oh, go ahead. No, you're yeah, good. Yeah. She goes, uh, he is. He's simply been ingesting a lot of female hormones from his mother. It's so common it has a name, witch's milk. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yep. Was I was going to tell her do the witch's milk. So uh, Artie here, he says, uh, breast milk production occurs in about 5% of newborns. It can persist for two months. Though breast buds can persist into childhood, witch's milk is more likely to be secreted by full-term babies, rarely in premature babies. Sure. That is... That is not. That is a. That is a wild fact. That is a weird thing that to happen. Weird thing. Yeah, I can see him being really freaked out by that. Yeah, I mean, he goes, "Oh Lord, what did I do? Was it the fifty men yeah, I killed?" Yeah, yeah he yeah, thinks that the, the karma's. He it's thinks karma's coming back on him. Yeah, it's the fifty men. Uh, now we got Peggy looking up at the ceiling of the hospital as she's pushed on that gurney down the hall. I think. Most of us have been there where you're on a gurney and the only thing you can see is the ceiling, you know, just pass, pass, pass. Yeah. yeah. And it's even worse for Peggy because she's in that whole body cast. She can't turn her head or anything like that, you know, and so that's all she's seeing. She goes, oh, the maternity ward ceiling. Oh, it reminds me of when my son was born. And I am also reminded of when my next child will be born. What? What does that mean? I don't know. It will remind it reminded me of when my next child will oh, be born. Never, I guess I guess he means never. That is weird. Yeah. Weird. Uh, the nurse knocks on the window at the other nurse behind the window when they get to their uh, uh, where they're supposed to be, and uh, Peggy says, "Why isn't the baby with his mother?" The nurse says, "Dee Dee Hill has postpartum depression." Number one, don't you can't tell that to just anybody. No, you can't. That's you can't that's a violation. Whatever. That is, that's but okay, against the rules. Yeah, she <laughs> yeah, goes. Uh, the rules here. She couldn't even gather up the strength to put on some lipstick, and she looks awful. awful. Wow, that, nurse, thanks. That poor infant baby. Yeah, she goes, that poor infant baby. Is there something I can do? She goes, oh, that's all right, ma'am. You just try not to get addicted to that morphine. Yeah, okay, yeah. so now we know she's on morphine. Uh, now we've got Cotton and a very rough-looking Dee Dee, uh, and Cotton is giving her the business. She says, uh, he goes, you did this to my son. There's no milk coming out of these, and he pulls up his shirt to show his nipples, for God's sakes. Who yeah, wants to see those? Reason. 
Yeah, and then uh, Peggy comes wheeling in, uh, and she goes, Cotton, stop it. You should be comforting her. Comfort her. Comfort me. What a dick. Uh, and so the nurse says, Mr. Hill, and she's talking to Cotton. She says, uh, your insurance company's automated voice says that uh, you have to leave the hospital today. In 85 minutes. In 85 minutes. <laughs> In 85 it's so minutes. Specific, yeah. He goes, but but I can't take care of a dripping witch child. Can't we just stay hospitaling until Dee Dee gets her brains back? Wow. Uh, the wild. nurse says, uh, well, maybe if you were the richest man in America. Uh, next, we see Hank uh, with a bouquet of flowers coming back into the hospital. He's walking down the hall, uh, obviously going to Peggy's room. Uh, he gets stopped by the doctor, and the doctor says, uh, no more monkeys jumping. No, he says, uh, more flowers, Mr. Hill. Well, don't unwrap them. He goes, well, why not? They told me downstairs they should be placed in water. He goes, well, you and your wife uh, and those flowers are going home today, which it is crazy to me how fast they send people home. Oh, they now. send people home quick. Oh my they god, they send people home it's fast. Nuts. My dad had neck surgery, and he was in the. It was like the next morning they let him go. Well, you know, I mean, I I don't know if you can tell by looking at me on the on the YouTube's, but um, I had a hip replaced. I've had a back surgery. I've had a, a vertebrae in my neck replaced. I've had all these things man. done. And, like, yeah. the next day, you're done. The $600,000 man. Yeah. Well, it, shoot, when they did the hip, they had me up within, like, a couple of hours of when I woke up. They had me up and walking. It was nuts. Yeah, wow. it's crazy. I've got a, what looks to, like a uh, Hitachi massager wand in oh, my – that's uh, what it is. That yeah, it's kind of what it looks like. It is, yeah, the, that, mm -hmm. that joint. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but Hank is, is a little taken back by this, and he goes, but Peggy's got a broken back. Doctor says, I know. I told you that. <laughs> okay. I told you that, yeah. But she wants to be discharged. I'm not so worried about her back. I'm worried about her emotional state, which you should be. Uh, she's way too happy for somebody. Hank says, yeah, but uh, she seems so happy. Doctor says, yeah, well, once the thrill of surviving wears off, and it does, trust me, jet ski, July 94, ski, uh, July <laughs> she may experience a second crash when she feels her own limitations. He goes, uh, well, there won't be a second crash. As long as I'm around, I won't let her feel any limitations. The doctor, Well, that's not possible, Hank, but okay. Uh, the doctor says, there's no need for you to feel this guilty. You didn't make her jump. He goes, uh, yeah, you think you could put that on her chart? <laughs> Uh, now we're in Peggy's room. Uh, Hank comes in. He goes, Peggy, I'm here. She goes, uh, hey, we're going home today. I packed up myself uh, without any help from the nurses. And then they pan down to the suitcase, and it's just a mess. It's just, <laughs> just a mess. shit thrown yeah, everywhere. Yeah, it's not yeah. even in, like, what are you going to do? <laughs> the yeah. suitcase is, like, wide open, and it's just shit She's thrown just, everywhere. Yeah, she should chill out. Chill out, Peggy. Yeah, Hank uh, goes down and starts packing the suitcase on the floor, and he goes, are you, are you sure you're ready? She goes, well, honey, ready or not, I have to go. I invited Cotton and Dee Dee and the baby to stay with me until they can take care of him on their own. Well, shit, Peggy. Ooh. You're just asking Hank to take care of everybody. Ain't you know? She can't do shit. Who yeah. else is going to do it? She can't. So uh, Hank says, uh, you think you can help him take care of a baby? Which, I mean, he's got every right to ask that question because no, she, she can't. Yeah. She says, uh, if that poor farm boy whose arms were ripped off by a thrasher could dial 911 with his nose, then I think Peggy Hill can take care of that baby. I've got that story for you, too. Do it. Okay, so uh, there was a, a young man. 18-year-old farmer in North Dakota by the name of John Thompson. As John generic Thompson. As his name sounds, it's yep. an actual real story, not a fake sure. name. Uh, he had suffered a terrible accident. So in the year of 1992. The year of our uh, Lord, 1992. About 30, 30 years ago or so, he yeah. was unloading pig feed with a grain auger. Well, the grain auger grabbed his shirt, 
and uh, it uncovered the power takeoff shaft. So he just blacked out. Well, when he woke up, his dog was licking his face, and he realized that he had no arms. So he walked a 1,000 yards to his house, used his mouth to open the door, used a pencil in his mouth to call the police, (laughs) call the ambulance, and uh, he got in the bath to bleed everywhere so he wouldn't bleed out on his carpet. So, uh, How do you not just bleed out? I don't know. And from what I understand, I think they actually were able to sew his arms back on so he didn't... Uh, Holy crap. He didn't completely lose his arms. Wow. That's nuts. It doesn't well, say it here, but I've read this story before, and I'm pretty, su- I'm pretty sure that from, from what I remember of it, they put his arms back on. I could be wrong, but I remember there's there's some story I read recently of somebody losing their arms and getting them sewed back on. I'm pretty sure it was this one. Well, there's so many nerves and stuff. How do you do that? I mean, I can see uh, I can see putting them back on, man. but I would think you're just kind of well. It depends on like, how clean they're the flopping around. Is, I guess. Yeah. If the if they, they, well, cause they can thrasher connect. cut doesn't sound real clean. Nah, well, they cut they connect they can reconnect all those things. Yeah, like I guess it's intact Oof. enough to reconnect. So it must have been clean enough. Cut. A grain auger just sounds disgusting. What a frightening thing. Uh, okay, so yeah. that takes us to our first commercial break, and uh, I hope you guys are enjoying this, and yeah. we will be right back. Right back. Well, let me tell you, Rusty, uh, eating healthy used to be a struggle for me, but that was before I discovered the Blendjet 2 Portable Blender. The Blendjet 2. Now when fast food temptation strikes, I just blend up a delicious and nutritious protein shaker smoothie. You know, they gave us a whole bunch of those uh, little packages that came with the blender. Yeah. And there's some really good flavors in there. I mean, there's some like that matcha thing. The green matcha? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are pretty damn good. Uh, Blendjet 2 is portable, so you can blend up smoothies at work, uh, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. Mm. It's small enough to fit uh, in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. Maybe a human thumb. Don't. It doesn't. Don't put your thumb in it. Blendjet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. Lasts for 15-plus blends and recharges quickly via USB-C, which has saved us all. There's nothing worse than turning that USB thing over and over and over and over and then finally finding how it plugs in, you know? Oh, yeah. I don't USB-C like that either. Saved yes. us, saved USB-C us saved us all. Best of all, Blendjet 2 cleans itself. <laughs> Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go. Uh, there's 30 plus colors and patterns to choose from. There's a Blendjet 2 to complement just about any style. I have, um, we have a pink one? Lavender. Oh, one. I think ours is lavender. Uh, yeah. Mine is the Toy Story Aliens. Oh, yeah. It's like the Pizza Planet one. Ooh, yeah. that Ooh. one. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, they've got some really cool uh, um, colors, and yeah. but I really like the patterns. I know one of the people here got one that looks like Woody the Sheriff. Is there a code him. with them? There is a code. What are you waiting for? Go to blendjet.com and glab, gra- <laughs> grab yours glibity, today. Glibity, glab glob. it today. Glibity, glibity, glob. Uh, and when you do glab it, uh, make sure you use the promo code. B-W-A-A-A-1-2. That's to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the Blendjet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with the Blendjet 2 Portable Blender. Go to Blendjet.com and use the code BWAAA12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. Blendjet 2, formerly known as Blendjet. (laughs) Hey, everyone. It's me, your puzzle-loving pal. Did you know I was a puzzle-loving pal? I didn't know you were a (laughs) puzzle-loving pal. I got to tell you about my latest obsession. It's Wongo Puzzles. 
Uh, these things are the real deal. They are high-quality, handcrafted, and perfect for anyone who loves a good challenge but doesn't want to dedicate their entire kitchen table to puzzles for a week. Trust me, I have been there. I will tell you this. Uh, my parents, you know, they're very old and decrepit, and uh, they make – uh, they they do puzzles all the damn time. Yeah, like there's always a table that what has else like an unfinished do, right? puzzle. Yeah, it's either that or I don't know. Die. Feel, <laughs> feel your bones. Uh, so they these puzzles, these Wongo puzzles, they are a hundred percent wooden. Uh, they'll last forever. Uh, each piece is hand drawn. Just think about that for a second. Each piece is hand, hand drawn, drawn, so no two pieces are the same, and you'll discover some fun whimsy pieces as you work through it. Whimsy. They come in a custom wooden box, which is perfect for storage and gifting. You know, before we started doing this, I didn't realize how many people I know already have these Wongo puzzles. I mean, they're they're apparently pretty. pretty you can't go wherever Juan go. <laughs> With uh, stunning designs and unique shapes, Wongo puzzles are a cut above the rest. I loved doing the snow globe puzzle myself. It was great to pull out a puzzle and be done in a night and not have it on the table for a week. Uh, what, so what are you waiting for? Let's go to Wongo Puzzles, W-O-N-G-O Puzzles.com and pick a puzzle today. And be sure to use the promo code B-W-A-A-A for 10% off your order. It's the most fun you'll have with a puzzle guaranteed or your money back. Go to W-O-N-G-O puzzles.com and use your code B-W-A-A-A to get 10% off your order and get puzzling right now. All right, we are back. Uh, I, for one, really enjoyed us talking about those products. Yeah. thought they were fantastic products. fantastic products. 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 Uh, okay, so uh, we see the three guys waiting in the alley. We've got Dale and Boomhauer and Bill. And Bill. Yep, and yep. Bill is in his green Letterman sweater for some reason. I don't I really understand why. what yep, he's doing there. But he is dressed up to greet Peggy when she comes home. He's got a balloon that says, Welcome Home, on it. Um, Bill tries so very hard. He goes, uh, Maybe I'll sign on the stomach. No, the leg. <laughs> no, the stomach. Uh, the Heimlich County Ambulance pulls up, uh, which I just put down a bunch of question marks and exclamation marks past this. I have never seen an ambulance deliver somebody back to their house. Yeah, I've never seen that either. Well, it would be medical transport. I guess, but geez. Uh, I, I, well, I don't know. That's pretty specific. I mean, it, it, it just seemed like it I was. I know they have medical transport and stuff that transports people that are in those type of situations home that do like like hospice type stuff. I guess, man. I didn't know they did it in ambulances. I've never yeah. seen that before. Especially for somebody who's not dying. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. that I can understand if you were delivering them to like an old folks home or, or you know, yeah, an infirmary of some kind yeah. or something like that. But man, just to your house. But anyway, they do it in Heimlich County. Uh, and so uh, Dale is like, oh, as the ambulance pulls up, he goes, just act natural. Uh, Hank gets out, and he's like, back off, back off, everybody, everybody. Uh, and Bill's like, ooh. Uh, and he has to finally get out of the way. Uh, Hank is able to get the other two guys out of the way, but Bill, of course, standing there like an idiot uh, with his dumb balloon. Uh, now we see the, the um, EMTs starting to wheel Peggy into the house on yeah. a gurney. Uh, and, of course, they hit the door. Not one time, multiple, multiple times. times. Yeah, they, they just uh, <laughs> beating her up even more. Hank's like, uh, oh, that's our fault, Peggy, not your fault. Uh, yeah, no shit, Hank. Uh, <laughs> she goes, try the back door. It'll, it'll fit. I mean, and so they, they go around to the back, to the, to the double doors. Yeah. Now, 
anybody who's ever had one of those sliding glass doors knows it only opens on one side. That's it. And so they open it up and they try to get her in and they're just bang, bang, bang. And she goes, am I in a very wide bed? <laughs> Hank says, well, maybe we can get her in at an angle. Come on, guys. All right, on three. And so all three guys plus Hank plus the EMTs, they're all tilting um, – Peggy over in the gurney just so they can get her through the door, which is nuts. <laughs> uh, they get her in, and uh, Boomhauer, well, he says, he says, all right, on three. And Boomhauer's like, all right, lift lift on three, man. You mean I'll give a one, two, dang, old three, then go on, do you kind of lift, lift on, on three? three. Just <laughs> hey, lift. Okay, just yeah. lift it, man. Uh, all of them help. Uh, he says, tilt, tilt it towards me, no, tilt it away, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and they finally get in the house. And then they try to go into the uh, uh, the hallway, and they start banging into the shelves and stuff. And yeah. Peggy's like, okay, 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 I'm good. I'm in the living room anyway. I can run the whole house from here. Hub of the wheel, hub of the wheel. She cannot, but uh, that's, that's foreshadowing. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, now, we, we transition to Hank making balls of meat. Uh, he's just got, uh, like, ground beef, and he's yeah, making he's them into those beef, balls yeah. you make before you make balls, patties, I yeah. guess. But he's sticking some little wooden skewers into the balls, and they all say well, like well done, which I thought was really weird because Hank weird. would never cook anything well done. No, I don't think Because I think either. he has said previously if they want it well done, that you just ask them politely to leave. Steaks, they said that, though? It I, was. I, I don't th- do, you think he, do you think he eats his burgers the same way he eats his steaks? Because I, I know that some people— uh, I, I will eat a burger like medium. I, I, I like my burgers— Little pink. Medium. Little pink. But— uh, I like my steaks mooing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, on so a rare steak. I think that I think that Hank might 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 probably like. He might like a well done well hamburger. done hamburger raw steak. Yeah, I think I think yeah. that's, that there might be okay. That. All right, a different flavor. You get, I mean, when you when you cook a hamburger patty all the way through, as compared to where you cook a steak all the way through, that's true. It's a little different because the fat that's true. fat content and everything's a little different. You know what's not great is a microwaved hamburger patty after the fact. Uh, they really lose a lot. You know what I hate. Mm. Uh, Ordering like DoorDash or something, your food yeah. gets there just a, just a little bit, a little too late, a little too late, and then you take the you have to take the patty off of the complete burger yeah. and then put it in the microwave. No, I actually don't mind that. Really? Yeah, I think it dries it the hell out. It's, it's well, that's weird why, tasting. That's why you got to put uh, you get a little get a little bit of water, water and put yeah, it in the microwave. I know, I never do that. I, I know you're supposed to, I have but I never one of those do it. Th- it's like a little silicone thing that you. Clean just fill with water. And you just put it in your microwave hmm. and leave it in there. All right. Well, I need one of those. Uh, Hank uh, is looking over at Luann as he's making these these uh, balls of meat, and he goes, uh, Luann, I think you got two people sitting in the same chair there. She goes, but that's Aunt Peggy's place. I can't just put someone there like she doesn't exist. She's still alive, I think. And then she just starts crying again, <laughs> I think. She literally can go in there and look at her. Hank says, uh, yeah, uh, maybe it might do us all some good if you go away for a while. How'd you like a few nights at the Motel Arlen, my treat? She goes, Highway 9 or 6? He goes, 9. She goes, no, thank you. Which okay, I'm not sure what's so wrong with Highway 9. Let's see if they're even, like, it's a so little I've rough. heard of Highway 6, but is there a Highway 9 in Texas? I'm sure there is a Highway 9. Um, Let's see here. She goes, Oh, yeah, there is. Okay, so this kind of actually helps us kind of pinpoint where they might be even more. That's true. So Texas State Highway 6 is in Copper's Cove. Yeah. But I don't think 6 crosses 9 anywhere in Copper's Cove. State Highway 9. State Highway 9, Tank Destroyer Boulevard. So that's actually State Highway 9 is, that would be out there by, it's literally 
one tiny little piece. Is it out there by like Fort that's, Hood that's and it. what's now that Fort Cabasas? That is the, that is literally the only that's Highway 9 right yeah. there. Yeah. Oh wow. Not even a full Ooh, that really does pinpoint, doesn't it? That that would. If there's if they live near Highway 9. Because we know they live between 6 and 9, right? Yeah. So I don't know where I 6, know where is, six is. To that. Well, 9's here, 6 is way over here yeah. somewhere it would be, I would imagine. Huh. I'm telling you, man, one day we're going to do the uh, uh, National Treasure type thing and go find out where this place actually is. Yeah. Uh, so he, 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 goes, uh, he goes, all right, uh, uh, Highway 6, and she, and she goes, oh, yes, and then she runs off giggling. Uh, she really likes to stay in a motel. Yeah, motel, so, motel. Good for six. her. Motel nine. Motel, motel nine. Six. Motel six. No, it's a it's the Arlen motel, motel right? The Arlen uh, motel. Yeah, motel Arlen. Motel Arlen. There we go. Yeah, motel Arlen. Famous Twitter motel. That's right. Motel That's Arlen. Right. Y'all motel go Arlen. Uh, to Twitter. Go to motel Arlen on Twitter. And, At uh, motel Arlen. Try yeah. to put a reservation in. We've been trying to get a room for months. <laughs> so uh, we are in the living room now uh, with Peggy on the gurney. Now everybody's over there. For some Everybody, reason, I guess yeah. it's because she came home. Uh, and men says, uh, "Cast make you look good, Peggy Hill, like a mummy museum piece, but with attitude. Mummy for the nineties. Mummy for the nineties, which is kind of funny. I mean, when funny. you consider when this thing was the made. movie, the mummy came out in the year two thousand. So, oh, did it really? Yeah, around. Oh, that well, time. there you go." Uh, Nancy says, Shug, you ain't helping. Uh, you know, Peggy, people spend hundreds of dollars at a spa to get wrapped up like that. <laughs> Peggy says, yes, it is very refreshing. <laughs> well, no, you're in a body cast, yeah, Peggy. You're in a body cast. Uh, and Not so, the same. Yeah. Uh, she goes, well, I just can't believe your attitude. Who would have thought? Dee Dee's depressed and you're not. All right. Thanks, Nancy. Uh, we yeah. hear a car horn honk outside and uh, men's like, oh, the baby's here. And so Cotton... What I wrote down is rough Didi and baby pull up in the Cadillac car and uh, he's honking the horn and um, Peggy says, oh, good. The baby's here. Okay, man, make sure that Didi puts a hat on him and Nancy, you make sure he takes it off when he gets inside the house. And then it kind of pans out and there is literally nobody left in the house nobody. with Peggy. It's just her. Uh, we're now in the living room with Peggy and Hank. Uh, Peggy says, Bobby, honey, come on in here. And you got to realize that she's in this body cast and she's, just, I know this, this sound sucks, but she's like laying uh, all the way back, you know, yeah. every, she can't she's move a damn out. thing. She yeah. can't move anything. She's immobilized. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the, the subject of going to the bathroom never came up. Uh, glad it didn't. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. not something I'd want to explore. I don't Actually, know. Actually, I wouldn't want to explore being in a body cast period for that length oh, of time. Oh, God, no. Because if she's in that body cast, it's at least six weeks. Oh, yeah. And if she's in a body oh. cast for six weeks, unless she's going in once a week and they're bathing her and cutting it off and putting a new one on every week sure. just for the sake of cleanliness, sure. she would reek. I had a cast oh. on my arm when I was 11, broke my arm, and I had yeah. a, a dill on it. Yeah. And uh, no, it whenever smells. they took it off, it was god awful. And there's just dead skin everywhere. It smells like a cat's it's ass. Like, yeah, it's it's awful. rough. It's yeah, rough. Uh, she, she goes, Bobby, come on in here. I'll teach you how to change a diaper. Bobby comes in. He's like, I already did it. Uh, fed him, washed him, diapered him. GH is good to go, but I got spit up on my good shorts. Bobby is literally like he's got his backpack on. He's ready to go to school and everything, yeah. but he's taking care of GH. He's doing everything he can. Um Peggy says, put your good shorts by the sink. I'll get right to it, but maybe for now, just pull your shirt down. Well, Peggy, you're not going to get up and take care of his, his dirty you can't shorts. Do anything. Yeah, you can't like, do anything. I'm going to get up here in about a minute and go do it. You she can't just, do anything. You're trapped. She just it cannot uh, She just cannot face reality. Uh, and so later in the uh, living room, uh, we've got Peggy 
uh, all alone, and she's like, uh, it kind of looks like her nose is itching or something, you know, and she needs somebody to come help her out. She goes, hello, someone, please. Uh, Hank comes in. He goes, sorry, Peggy, I was just washing your unmentionables here. You know, towels, washcloths, that sort of thing. (laughs) It's not your unmentionables, Hank. (laughs) That's not unmentionable. She goes, honey, I think a little piece of plaster fell in my underarm. It's driving me crazy. So then we see it transition to... um, Hank is in there with a bunch of straws put together, and he's trying to fish stuff out of her body cast, yeah. right? Yeah. She goes, left. She goes, no, 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 my left. He goes, oh, you know, I thought I'd be spending some more uh, time doing some hands-on baby care. Well, no, Peggy, you can't do hands-on baby care. Uh, she goes, uh, I guess that was just a little unrealistic, huh? Yeah, no shit, Peggy. Yeah, yeah it's a little unrealistic. Uh, Hank says, well, you know, Helen Keller was largely useless, but look how we remember her first lady of the American stage. I got, I got one for you here. So that is again, uh, showing Peggy's ignorance of facts and she just spouts stuff off. Helen Keller. Well, that's Hank. Oh, sorry. Hank yeah, saying Hank that. Saying yeah, I mean, yeah. Hank mm-hmm. saying that I meant not, not her. Yeah, 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 I got you. So this is again, just, uh, just showing off somebody spouting off facts. I know I meant Hank, not Peggy. Sorry. No, you're but, good. uh, it says, uh. Helen Hayes, this is from Marty. <laughs> Helen Hayes is the first lady of the American theater yeah. or stage, if you will, the American stage, yeah. not Helen Keller. Helen Keller <laughs> was uh, deaf and blind, yeah. and uh, I don't know why he put dumb. He put deaf, dumb, and blind. She wasn't dumb. Well, dumb <laughs> just meant she couldn't speak. Oh, is what he meant okay. by that, like mute. I got yeah, you mute. yeah, that's right. what he meant. Yeah, All right. and then, but she was featured in the Miracle Worker. I guess that was a movie she was in. That was a great movie. Uh, she wasn't in it. It was it was the story of her life. Oh, I thought she. Yeah, was in I it. think I it's like, Gregory uh, Peck. Maybe uh, Gregory I believe Peck so. Movie. Yeah, Something I like, like Gregory that. Gregory Peck. I really like yeah, Gregory I think it was. I, I and the only reason Scout? I say that Scout. <laughs> yeah, I like that. The only reason I say that is because I think it was. Uh, I always, I always put the Helen Keller movie and. Um, Oh, what's the one um, about integration? Um, Who Radley? No, well, it's it's Kill uh, a Mockingbird? No. yeah, Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Radley. I always put those two together for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. Peck, yeah, he was he was good in that movie. Oh, he Gregory was, Peck was, was an movie. excellent actor. I remember watching yeah. that a few times in school. She goes, "Oh, I feel so stupid for jumping. It, it wasn't worth this. I mean, why did I do it? Do you remember? This is really bugging me, Hank." He goes, "Uh, concentrate on where the straw is going, please." Because uh, he's still trying to fish stuff out with those straws. She goes, Hank, the straw broke off five minutes ago. Well, shit, why didn't you say something, Peggy? She goes, wait, yeah. wait, wait. I just remembered something. On the plane, I was talking to you on a phone. Do planes have phones? Hank's like, oh, that's a good one. Uh, I'll look into that. And he starts to kind of walk off, and he gets as far as the kitchen door, and he stops at the door when Peggy says, no, I remember now. I was talking to you, but what did we say? Hank says, well, you know, it sounds familiar, but with all the noise from the engines and then you falling out and all, I'm not sure we'll ever know. He's just trying to sweep it under the rug. And she goes, please, Hank, you're going to have to be my memory because I don't have one anymore. He goes, deal, and then just walks off. And leaves the room. <laughs> he yeah, just leaves her. All right, later that night, we're at the Hill House again. Uh, G.H. is crying because he's a brand-new baby. Brand Babies baby. cry. That's what they do. Uh, he cries and he cries and he cries and he cries. Uh, and we see him at the foot of Cotton and Dee Dee's bed. Neither one of them wants to get up and do anything about it. Nope. Uh, then we see Hank awake. Uh, he's kind of tossing and turning because he hears the baby. We see Peggy awake because she hears the baby. Uh, and then we see Dale over in his living room sitting yeah, in a bathrobe like all yeah. by himself uh he's awake then we see Boomhauer in his underwear at the end of his bed uh he's awake. he's awake this baby is keeping everybody up with the, the exception of bill 
Oh, Bill's going to sleep. Bill is fast asleep. He's got chip packages all, all over, him, over him. And a squirrel climbs in through his window he's and starts eating chips. blood pressure and probably <laughs> early onset diabetes. Well, he's got a damn squirrel crawling around on his yeah, chest eating chips. rabies, too. Uh, <laughs> the next day, uh, we see, uh, or we hear Peggy say, Hank, I'm hungry. And uh, Hank comes in. Hank is over his head at this point, right? There's just too much stuff. Again, Peggy has brought this this damn baby and these two other people into their house. She's in a body cat. I mean, Hank and and Bobby are having to do everything. Yeah. And it's because of Peggy's hubris. You know, she just like, oh, I can do it. Well, no, you can't do anything, Peggy. Uh, but it's the next day we see her, you know, she talks about being hungry. Hank comes in and goes hungry, but it's, uh, oh, okay. And he goes, I'm on it. And so you can tell that Hank is just completely overwhelmed at this point, right? Yeah. He doesn't even know what time of day it is. Yeah, he doesn't know. Uh, we hear GH crying again. Uh, Bobby comes in, he rolls the crib up next to Peggy, uh, and he sets up the little mobile, you know, did you say mobile or mobile? Mobile. What is it? Is I it? thought that was in Alabama. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is it just mobile? <laughs> uh, is that what it is? Mo- mobile? 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 I don't know. Somebody tell us. Uh, Artie, we need your help. Uh, I feel like Princess Leah. Artie, you're our only hope. Uh, so Bobby rolls the crib next to Peggy, uh, and then Peggy says, Oh, Bobby, good morning, honey. How are you? And Bobby just goes, Dad, Mom's talking. And then he just keeps going because he's got enough shit going on, too. Yeah, he's got way too much going on. You know, on. he's got a lot going on. He's taking care of this damn baby because nobody else talking. will do it. Yeah. Uh, and so you hear the the music coming out of the mobile, and uh, she goes, uh, Peggy goes, How about some eggs? And Hank says, from the kitchen, he goes, you don't have to yell. We can hear you just fine through the baby monitor. So they've got the baby monitor set up. In yeah. yeah, in there with her. And he comes back out. So does Bobby. And Hank has a bottle for Peggy. She goes, uh, why am I being fed with a bottle, Hank? He goes, well, we're out of straws. She goes, well, I do not want to be fed with a bottle. And at this point, both of them are being fed with a bottle, yeah, GH and fed. Peggy, yeah, they're- because they're both helpless. Uh, he goes, it's just easier. Okay, please. She goes, uh, what is that? And, and she's taking some of the bottle and Hank goes, well, it should, should be, be carnation, carnation instant, instant breakfast. breakfast. Did you ever have that? Carnation instant breakfast. <laughs> uh, no, I've never had anything like it that. It basically yet. is. Oh, <laughs> that sounds like something that, uh, it basically, it basically is formula for adults. I just don't understand. It comes that, in chocolate. Though. I never understood the formula for adults. I never understood why you see people really old buying like insured. Like, can they not eat? Well, like, yeah, they have a tough eat? time digesting things oh. or keeping up their calcium or their whatever else. It's about the other shit that's in it, like the electrolytes and things like that. Oh, you know, okay. it's about them getting the proper nutrition. Yeah, really, is what uh, it's about. My, but I can tell you that Carnation Instant Breakfast doesn't have any of that. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just it's, it's just, just chocolate milk is basically what it is. What it was, just like I mean, it had stuff in it, but yeah, it had sugar, and, and then you put it in milk, know, and yeah. I got to watching documentaries about like terrible working conditions and stuff in other countries, yeah. and uh, I don't think I like the Himalayan salt is a scam. Just so y'all know, like, <laughs> all the minerals and stuff that are in it, it's just a scam. It does have minerals and stuff, but it's no healthier for you than regular salt. Sure, there you go. It's a scam, and there's like. Millions ever, of Indian people that live in the desert that like harvest this salt, and uh, <laughs> they say that some of the salt they harvest isn't even from the actual Himalayas. It's oh, like I don't doubt it's that. It's like 180 miles away from the Himalayas. I will. I, I I'm going to tell you this right now, folks. Uh, watch out for your Himalayan pink salt because it ain't what you think it is. It's not free range. Also, olive oil. Olive oil. Did you know it doesn't have to be totally olive oil for you to call it olive oil? 
Does it just have to be like olive adjacent? Like I, that's what I'm like saying, right? So a lot of the olive oil you see like in an HEB or a grocery store yeah. is just regular oil or canola oil or whatever. Well, actually, the the it's wine nuts. company that I come that I work for, they mm-hmm. get uh, they actually sell bottles of they olive, do a olive oil, actual, yeah, yeah, you know, free range. Yeah, olive I don't oil. doubt that. I don't doubt that. Olive oil. It's not, yeah, those it's kind of guys alcohol. are equipped to do that. You know, yeah. I mean, because they're it's already processing that stuff though, anyway. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. You can't get drunk off this olive oil. I don't know if you'd want to try. Have you ever drank olive oil? No, man. I don't Never. want that. I don't want it. No. Mm-mm. That's just drinking grease is all it is. Yeah, but it's healthy grease, right? If it's olive okay. oil. Okay. No, I'm no. not doing that. Uh, Peggy goes, well, it tastes like formula. Uh, he goes, uh-oh, uh, you took Peggy's bottle and I took the baby's, the baby's bottle. bottle. He thinks that's funny. He goes, well, now that's funny. Have you ever drank formula? I have tasted formula. Have you ever tasted breast milk? No. No. Mm-mm. No, <laughs> no, no, no. No, um, yeah, it's that guy on Craigslist, but I didn't, I didn't go get it. You didn't go buy none. Uh, <laughs> and so Hank thinks it's funny, and Bobby and he kind of think it's funny that they got the bottles mixed up. But Peggy is just, she's distraught at this point. It's start yeah. the reality of this thing is starting to hit her at this point, right? Oh, she sees yeah. the bottles and she knows she's being treated like a baby. She goes, "What are you doing? Look, I do not want a bottle." Okay, he goes, "Shh." shh. She goes, "I'm not hungry." She goes, "Shh." She goes, I want some eggs. He goes, shh, shh, shh. And then she's just crying, but she's still drinking from the bottle. And she, her lips are smacking. And she's, yeah. and that takes us to our second commercial break. Uh, stick around, and we will be right back. Products. Hey, Rusty, did you know that you could be putting oil and chemicals in your coffee? No, I, mean, I didn't know that. I mean, I love coffee creamer, but I don't think I've ever turned a bottle around to actually see what's inside. You know, recently I did, and I found out many of my favorite creamers, like especially the one my wife used to use, uh, they contain ingredients I would never intentionally add to my coffee cup, like canola oil, ooh, dipotassium phosphate, whatever Sounds that is, terrible artificial flavors. I don't, I can't take artificial flavors a lot of the time. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm good on any flavoring. Taste, they taste. Gross. I like. I don't like flavors in my coffee. I like. Co- I like the earth and flavor of. Coffee. I mean, I love coffee. Don't get me wrong. I, I do love it. I just, um, I don't like all that crap in my coffee, right? Yeah, no, it does that. So let me tell you about Laird Superfoods then. Uh, they have better ingredients, amazing taste, and functional benefits. Uh, Laird Superfood creamers are crafted from the highest quality all-natural real food ingredients. All Laird products are sustainably sourced and thoroughly tested to ensure that you're incorporating the cleanest, finest fuel into your routine. Now, they're all-natural They've got whole food ingredients. Uh, they contain naturally occurring MCTs from coconut oil. And everybody tells you coconut oil is good for you. Mm-hmm. There's no artificial flavors, no colors, no additives, uh, no sugar from highly refined corn syrup. So that's a big deal right there. Um, if you take one thing you do every day and make it better, Laird developed his creamer himself to stay powered for a day on the waves. He was a big wave surfer, Laird Hamilton was, and he needed a morning fuel that could allow him to spend the entire day chasing the ultimate wave. So he made this creamer, and it is, uh, it's is—it's—it's crazy, crazy good. Uh, Laird sources high-quality plant-based ingredients globally and puts an emphasis on U.S. sources whenever possible. They aim to source responsibly and sustainably and believe that the food you consume should be as good for the earth as they are for you. They have honest and transparent products and labels. Uh, If you try it, you won't go back. Um, They have functional superfood creamers, instant lattes, and prebiotic greens. They have a variety of snacks and supplements full of wholesome plant-based ingredients to keep you charged for wherever life takes you. So to get 
a deal on Laird Superfoods, I need you to go to zen.ai, B-W-A-A-A, king of the hill. So that's zen.ai slash B-W-A-A-A, king of the hill. And your offer code there is B-W-A-A-A. So Laird Superfoods makes a better creamer that keeps you powered all day, and it's better for you, the earth, and your coffee. What do you say, Rusty? You want to go get some coffee? Mmm. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rusty. Yeah. Did you know that dehydration is the leading cause of daytime fatigue? Oh, no. I don't know about you, but like 2, 33 o'clock, I just hit a wall almost every day. I was shocked to learn that even mild dehydration can cause headaches, muscle weakness, brain fog. But luckily, there's a cure. Oh, there is? Uh, actually, I should have said there's a solution. It's called cure. Cure hydration. Uh, the Cure Hydration is an oral rehydration solution, or ORS, uh, that contains the perfect balance of electrolytes. You know how important that is because plants crave it. Super important. And glucose to help your body absorb water and rehydrate quickly. The formula is made with all natural ingredients like coconut water powder and pink Himalayan salt. And it is free from artificial flavors, sweeteners, and preservatives. Cure Hydration is vegan gluten-free, and non-GMO. That makes it a great option for anyone with dietary restrictions and preferences. Uh, The packets that they give you, they're convenient. They're easy to use. You just mix them with water and drink. They're perfect for on-the-go, travel, or anytime you need quick hydration. Uh, Hydration is more than just drinking water, Rusty. It is, uh, that's what Lauren Picasso, a lifelong endurance athlete, discovered as she struggled to stay hydrated no matter how much water she drank. I've known people like that. My wife wife drinks so much water, it's crazy. Lauren found Cure, a science-backed electrolyte drink mix to make hydration easy for everyone. Uh, Cure believes that hydration should be simple and effective, but also clean and natural. That's why they only use the highest ingredients and quality plant-based stuff to avoid any artificial or harmful additives. They're committed to transparency and honesty. All of their ingredients are clearly listed on their website and packaging, and they're always happy to answer any questions or concerns. So are you ready to combat dehydration? Absolutely. You, you can try Cure today and feel difference for feel the difference for yourself. Use your code. B-W-A-A-A. <laughs> Sorry, I blanked. You're good. For 20% off your order. Try Cure today and feel the difference for yourself. Use our special code. B-W-A-A-A. For 20% off your order. Uh, your coupon will be activated at checkout. Try Cure Hydration. Stop drying out. Okay, so we are back. Thanks for sticking around. Um, So both of them are crying in there. And uh, Bobby says, maybe mom just needs to burp. And he picks up GH and kind of leaves the room whenever (laughs) Hank says, uh, Bobby, could you just give us a moment? He looks at Peggy and he goes, "Uh, what's wrong? She goes, bleh. Uh, and she's just crying. So she did need to burp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, my life is ruined. I had to jump out of a plane for our anniversary. Oh, I'm sorry, Hank. I ruined both of our lives. And she's just crying. Hank has gotten, he feels so guilty about this at this point. He's like, okay, look, uh, it wasn't your fault. It was my fault. She goes, what? He goes, I do remember what I said to you in the plane. I never didn't remember. I begged you to jump, Peggy. Uh, You didn't want to, but, well, I made you. She goes, Hank, wait. He goes, jump, Peggy, jump. It's amazing. It's the greatest dang feeling in the world. She goes, Hank, I'm remembering. I didn't jump because you told me to jump. I jumped because of what you said right after 
about how Dee Dee was starting to have her baby. She goes, I jumped because I was jealous. Oh, wow. And that's really what it comes that's down really, to. Yeah, that's really, yeah, that's the, the nuts and bolts of it She here. wants a baby so bad. Yeah, but I don't understand, like, jealous about somebody having a baby and then jumping yeah. out of an airplane. That's too, like, how do they correlate? My, well, like, I the think. The math and science of it all doesn't add up. Yeah, <laughs> I think in her head, she's just like, okay, they're doing a life thing. I want to do a life thing. You know, I'm going to top them. Again, I think it's Peggy's hubris, though. I think it's her feeling like she's king of the mountain here, and yeah, she just ain't. You know, maybe I mean, she's trying to take the spotlight away. She a is. Bit, she is. She she doesn't like the spotlight to be on anybody but her. I know yeah. that. Well, the spotlight is definitely it's on definitely her on her and GH at the same time. That's right. They actually are both getting a fair amount of attention. <laughs> That's from everybody. right, and the same kind of attention <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, bottles, diapers. She goes. I jumped. Done. She goes. I jumped because I was jealous. He goes. Well, you can still have a baby. Uh, Dee Dee's three years older than you, and she just had a baby again. That was a mind blower to me. Yeah. That Dee Dee is three years older than Peggy because Dee Dee does not look three years older than Peggy. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. Um, but I guess, uh, I don't know. Anyway, um, uh, Peggy says, do you know what torture that, that was? Uh, I was one of, I was once one of the finest mothers in the state of Texas. Okay, Peggy, calm down just a little yeah, bit. Calm down. She goes, and now I can't even wipe a baby and I have to watch those two cotton and stupid with their beautiful new baby that they don't even want. And she's just crying the whole time. She goes, she looks at Hank and she goes, well, what are you smiling about? He goes, Oh, it wasn't my fault. Uh, which this that's, is kind of bad too. That's yeah, just as bad this as is, her. This that's is a, a whole fucked up situation. <laughs> this is Hank <laughs> Hank being a little like Peggy, and now we know yeah, why they're little, together. Yeah, he goes, "Well, it wasn't my fault. Well, it wasn't uh, my fault. All right, just, well, we're good. Because, All right. You know, you're in a, you're in a body. Well, cast. again, worried about trying to place blame. There's one more thing that comes up here in a second, and it's just like Hank, just just it, it, read the room, man. You know, that's the first bit of advice right there. If you're in a relationship. Do not try oh. to play the blame game. Oh, no. If, if you have to suck it up and take responsibility, even if Dude. you weren't a part of it or didn't do it, just do it. Just there is no scoreboard. Do <laughs> not keep no score. Scoreboard. It's like being paid uh, you know, salary. If you start keeping track of your hours, you're going to be sorely disappointed. Yeah, be sorely if disappointed. you start uh, with, with a scoreboard in your mind with your relationship, uh, you're yeah, going to be you're, sorely you're disappointed. Already lost. You've already lost. Oh, my gosh. If yeah. you think you're winning and you're counting oh, points. Oh, no. Please don't lost. do that. No, <laughs> no, lost, no, 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 no. That's not good. He goes, uh, it's just such a load off my mind. I feel lighter than air. Lighter okay, than Hank. air. He goes, I, I I mean, I feel bad in a new way before you uh, because of what you were just saying, that stuff. She goes, just leave me alone, okay? He goes, uh, so you just want me to leave? She goes, yes. Yeah. He goes, so like uh, the right thing for me to do is just leave even though you're crying? She goes, go. He goes, huh, well, well, well I'm skeptical, skeptical but okay. okay. <laughs> and then he just leaves. <laughs> that is a weird thing for Hank to do. Uh, now we're in Bobby's room, and we see him pacing back and forth with GH, trying to calm GH down. GH is just crying. And Bobby starts singing a song to GH, Caught Between the Moon and New York City. So he's singing the Christopher Cross song yeah, from the, the movie the, Arthur. Arthur. The theme the theme song, yeah. which was a, uh, a Dudley Moore and Liza Minnelli, who was Judy Garland's daughter. Yep. It was a 1981 film, and uh, it actually won the Oscar that song won the Oscar for best original song that year. Yeah, I remember when Arthur came out. Uh, I mean, I was, what did you say, 81? Is that what you said, 1981? Yeah, that's what it says. Uh, so I was 12 when the movie came out. Uh, and I remember it being a funny movie. I mean, Dudley Moore was funny. Yeah. You know, no, Dudley Arthur, Moore is funny, Arthur yeah. was good. It is a good movie. Um, the, the Russell Brand uh, reboot was not good. 
But it was okay. Uh, it was, it yeah. was campy. Yeah. Okay. It was corny, but it was campy. <laughs> it, it had its moments. The uh, the smoking a Jeffrey and rubbing the fuzzy wall kind of sure. thing. That was that was that was a good joke. But the baby is still crying, uh, so he kind of raises an octave and he goes, Alright, three does as he pleases. And then here comes uh uh cotton in at bobby's door and he goes bobby since you're doing all the woman's work around here uh be a woman and get me my shin jelly yeah so he's got a shin jelly uh quote here i don't know where this is quoted from but it says it is a supplement used to correct shin gel deficiencies in geriatric (laughs) patients of which he doesn't have any how's he gonna correct his shin gel oh i don't know of which World War II veterans and retired asbestos installers are the most susceptible. It's oh. a uh, quote from, it's, it's a King of the Hill thing. Wow. It's a joke about. Okay. It's, it's a joke. Gotcha. I think, I think. He has no sin, so maybe it's Anky Jelly. Anky Jelly. Yeah. Uh, he, he tells him to get his shin jelly, uh, and Bobby says, GH kind of needs me right now. Uh, he's holding GH, and by the way, I was just struck in this moment how much he looks like a tiny Bobby. He does look he like a tiny exactly Bobby. looks exactly like Bobby. And you know what? That kind of makes me think uh, when they age Bobby up, is Bobby going to look like a young Cotton? Like like whenever we see Cotton in the military maybe. scenes and stuff, is he going to look like a young Cotton? Maybe. Will he, too, kill 50 men? <laughs> Find out it. next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he goes, well, GH kind of needs me right now. Cotton goes, so take him along. Just get the jelly and lather me up. So <laughs> Bobby, oh, just being a good grandson, he gets a little mad, but he puts uh, GH in the car seat and it's starts some, carrying him around. Yeah, it's and he goes, reminiscent of a woman after you tell after uh, she tells you to do something, and you're like, after you ask her to do something that she doesn't want to do, but she's going to do it anyway. He uh, yeah. he's he's pissed off, puts he's the baby pissed. in the carrier, and he goes, "Fine, I'll get you the." And oh, he goes out into the he goes out into the hall where he meets Dee Dee. Uh, who still looks terrible? Uh, and she goes, Bobby, could you buy me some lottery tickets? He goes, <laughs> and this is Bobby boy. has had yeah, enough he's, he's had at this limit, point. He's, yeah. I am a twelve-year-old boy. I am this child's nephew. I cannot do this. I cannot do this. And he gives GH to Dee Dee, and he storms out the front doors. He's saying, if anybody makes dinner, I'll eat. But that's it. All I'll, I'll do, do is eat. eat. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Dee Dee goes. All uh, I'll do is eat. Dee Dee just kind of looks at this baby like it's a Martian, and she goes, Oh, uh, baby, uh, stop crying. Uh, oh, I'm tired. And so she takes the baby in there and sets it at the sets feet of Peggy's gurney, which, good God, lady. I mean, that's rough, rough, man. You're just rough walking shit, off from your yeah. baby. Uh, Peggy, she she hears it and kind of feels it and goes, uh, Dee Dee, Dee are, are you leaving? No, please, someone has to watch the baby because unless it's flying above my head, I cannot do it. And then you see it from her uh, viewpoint, and all she can see is the ceiling. That's you it, know, she yeah. sees a ceiling fan every once in a while, maybe a TV if it's up in the corner. Uh, and so uh, she goes, uh, uh, she goes, uh, uh, help, help. Would somebody come? Hank, Hank. Hank comes in. He goes, what? what, what what's wrong? Uh, he goes, I shouldn't have left, right? You know, I had a feeling. <laughs> yeah, Hank, that feeling yeah. was right. She goes, the baby. He goes, yeah. She goes, it's crying. He says, it's always crying. The baby hasn't stopped crying since it got here. Well, that's what babies do, Hank. That's what they do. She says, uh, just do something. And so Hank does his best. He goes over there and he dangles some keys in front of the baby. He takes a measuring tape out and snaps it a few times. Yeah, you're not he, my brother. <laughs> he smiles super weird at the baby. It's really odd seeing him smile. It's kind of creepy, honestly. Yeah, it is. And he goes, uh, you sure you're my brother? Uh, and then... As he's saying that, he looks out the back door, and he sees Cotton out there with a beer 
talking to the three guys over mm, the fence. Getting pissed now. And he gets pissed, and I don't blame him, honestly. Uh, and so he starts to go outside mad, and uh, Peggy says, Hank, Hank, hey, wait, 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 don't go, because all people have done have left her so far. And he goes, all right, I've had enough, Dad. And he literally grabs Cotton by the back of the shirt. Drags him Like in the he's going to drag him in there. He does that sometimes, though. He gets a little he gets a little Ooh. physical with him sometimes. He and goes. He can because he ain't got no shins. Hank's, <laughs> Hank's says there's a baby crying in this house he goes well go fix it he goes no you go fix it he goes i ain't getting near that child he's possessed hank says he's just leaking a little milk sure it's disturbing but he'll grow out of it he goes how do you know are you a leaker you leaking on me right now leaky and he lifts up hank's shirt looking at it and then the unthinkable happens the baby stops crying everybody like goes oh shit you know what happened and so they're they're worried that something's happened he goes you hear that that's silence G.H.? He goes, something's wrong. And they both run in the back door where they see Peggy with tears in her eyes, and she is she is rocking that baby with her big toe at the end of the gurney. And she goes, isn't it amazing? It's the greatest dang feeling in the world. A nazzy, what a, nazzy, squazzy. <laughs> what a great way to end the episode, though. Yeah, like, Peggy ultimately could take care of the baby just in a limited ability yeah, you know she just, to, just she was able to do point. something she was able to rock the baby and uh sometimes that's all they need is a little rocking and they'll go straight to sleep and then know? of course after the credits we hear a nazi 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 squazzy nazi nazi squazzy yep. so that was it guys that's your first video episode here on the youtube channel it was a great episode yeah. honestly um they did a really good job of marrying those two subjects it's together really like a three-part episode though yeah. really they yeah. say it's a two-parter, but they really like no, the Peggy, next one, yeah. Peggy being in in uh, in a body cast lasts for another episode, I believe. Oh yeah, or yeah. more maybe. maybe well, they're cutting episodes, her right? cutting her out, and the only reason I know that is because I let the episode play too long. Oh, I went so to the next one, but the next episode she gets cut out. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right, you want to tell them uh, where they can find us if they want more of this? Yeah, you can find us anywhere you get podcasts. You can also find us at bwaaakoth. Uh, that's at linktr.ee slash bw. A-A-A-K-O-T-H. Uh, it has our link tree, which has our YouTube, which is where you'll find a lot of our video content, all of our video content until we have yeah. started Patreon. Yeah. Uh, just that's where everything's at. Uh, we still yet to update the music, but we'll get that sorted out eventually. Uh, but what yeah. music? The music playlist. We still find Oh, oh, Because well, yeah, I was going to yeah, erase yeah, yeah. it clean, and then like, you put 10 songs, I put 10 songs, and Mason put 10 oh, songs. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we need to do that. Curate it a little bit. I got to add Mason to it. He's got to give me his email, his, whatever his Spotify email yeah, is. Yeah, sure. If he has Spotify, I don't know if he does or not. Yeah, I'm sure he if does. If he does, I need to add him yeah. to that playlist so he. Can yeah, that'd be cool. I I would love to have like a playlist that kind of rotates out there. That'd be that'd be pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, we could do. We be could able to give people like, access uh, to that. Uh, just come up, just come up with ten songs on there. Mm-hmm. I'll put ten songs, and Mason can put ten songs, and then uh, we can get that going. But yeah, appreciate you guys hanging out with us for four seasons. This is season four. Yeah. Episode one. So uh, I think there's like 25 episodes in this one, too. Yeah, yeah. So another 25 weeks of season four. Guys, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Uh, we're going to keep adding to the set and uh, try to get more of a King of the Hill feel out of it. Um, but it's been fun. Yeah. Uh, now with these video clips, is, uh, with, with, the, with us being video, you'll be able to find video clips on YouTube shorts as well as Instagram reels as well as TikTok as well because I'm going to yeah. – Whenever we get it done, I'm gonna once the episode is released, I'm gonna chop it up and put it in the nice little shorts for everybody to. I'll consume. be doing some cave paintings, uh, okay. and maybe some um, some uh, interpretive dance. 
okay. uh, videos. Yeah. So yeah, we'll uh, be on the lookout for be on those. Look out for that. Uh, yeah, we'll do some uh, some Texas cave paintings. That sounds great. Yeah, we go to the yeah. Texas caves and go paint. Looking in forward Texas to that. Cave. I tell you, cave, like illegally break into the caverns and spray paint. The <laughs> go to jail. I, I will tell you this: uh, we've been talking about going to Texas State for a while, yeah, you know, and markets. going through their um, their archives. Um, I think we need to make a real push of that. And if, yeah. if you guys would like to help us make a push to get to Texas State and go through the archives so that you can see it and you can experience it with us, uh, please get in touch with us. Yeah, if you want to d- donate anything, time, oh. money, whatever. Yeah, so yeah. good uh, feelings. Good feelings. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think that would be great. I think that would be great. And what that does is that sets us up for a whole new world of content. It's true. Because they have it, uh, they have it indexed and broken down. So I feel like if we go down there, we just go check out the first season, yeah, uh, first season full of stuff, and yeah. just to see what they have in general, you know, to see if if what we're what what capacity we're able to copy these mm-hmm. things to be able to have stuff to bring back to look at because yeah. it's hard to sit there. I'm not a college kid, so I'm not gonna sit there and do eight hours worth of research sure. in a library at 32 anymore. I'm good on that. But I think it would be fun for sure. Shin so, jelly. Uh, and, and, and if we do that, guys, there will definitely be video content for you for that. Oh, right? heck yeah. Yeah. I, I, what I plan video. on doing was wearing like a like a GoPro on my head Yeah. during the whole thing. That would be good. Yeah. That would be good. Uh, so you guys can see uh, my point uh, of view. I, uh, I went P-O-V-K-O-T-H. on P-O-V-K-O-T-H. I was on an online police auction, and I bought four or five body cams. Wonderful. Um, I'm just kidding. I didn't Great. Do that. Great. That's a good bit, though. That would be a good sure. bit, I think, somewhere. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks again for joining us. We really appreciate it, and we will see you again next time. We matanye. We matanye, indeed. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.